Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Deviants, welcome to show. I am the Clinteris, and I am here with the Beetle Gooch. <laughs> I love it. It me, it me, that Devo Slacky. <laughs> and we are the Social Deviants, who are here today to talk about Elvis Presley. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a hound dog. <laughs> Actually, the man that just looks like him, Beetlejuice. Uh, Beetle, be, Beetle guys. Beetle guys. Beetlejuice. No. Beetlejuice. I want to say that this is, is this Tim Burton's first big film? I think it is, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to look and see. What, did he, what did he, he do Edward Scissorhands before that? No, oh, it was after. Question. It was after, dude. I'm looking this up. Because this is 88. Work right now, but hey. 80, this is 88. Edward Scissorhands was like 90. Was it? It had to have been. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, this, this is 88? Yeah, this was 88. I mean, by the way, this so is still means, a better so movie, means, by the way. So that means he goes from this directly into Batman. Oh, okay. So he, yeah. he directed one film before this. Oh. Oh, shit. What, what movie? Yeah. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Uh, oh, I, I did read like like after Michael Keaton saw that movie, that's what got him to want to do Beetlejuice. Oh man! That's and then funny. he did Beetlejuice, then Batman. That explains why Paul Rubens is in Batman Returns. Yes, yeah. Then man. Edward Scissorhands, because oh. that was Batman after Returns. all of his his movie theater stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this was now. So like I said, I think it's Tim Burton's first big film. I mean, yes, Playhouse, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, of course, but this one was like a big one and. Mm-hmm. You know, we know he would ultimately reteam with Michael Keaton for Batman. Danny, Danny Elfman, obviously, I think, did the music for this and a bunch of his Danny other Elfman movies. Danny Elfman does, like, all of his movies. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Paul Rubens, of course, uh, later on in Batman, but like you mentioned. But uh, I remember I had a tape, like a cassette, <laughs> video, VHS cassette tape. Uh, for those of you who remember those. Yeah, we're aging think, ourselves right I now. I know that some, like, there's retro things that are coming back. I'm not sure VHS is one of them. Because no. it's just fucking <laughs> terrible. Uh, but I had a tape that was recorded onto of Batman and Beetlejuice. They're on the oh, same really? tape. And I remember so, I used to just, I love Batman. So I watched Batman over and over and over again. But of course, Beetlejuice is on there. So why not just let it keep rolling? So <laughs> I saw Beetlejuice damn near as many times. Uh, so I've seen it a shitload of times. So every, it's almost like when you watch a movie. And Devo, you guys, Devo and Gucci, you guys both know this. You watch a movie a bunch of times when you're a kid, so when you're an adult and you watch it, it almost feels like you're watching something that's like oh, I, not a movie anymore. It's just like right. the scenes, the, the yeah, exactly. dialogue that you remember yeah. hearing, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know if you guys so felt familiar. that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I, it's like I, every time I watch Star Wars, it's the same thing. Um, do, even UHF, we talked about it in the podcast previously. Yeah. It's like that movie is, it's it's just familiar to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I... I, I don't know what how else to describe it other than the, other than it's just so familiar. Yeah. Every time it comes on, I know where the movie's been, where it's going to go. I know where you're at inside the movie. I know what lines are coming up. Yeah. I, 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 I will start pre-laughing because I know what to expect or I'll start laughing because I know what just happened. It's you know, one I, of those movies for and, me. And this one, it, this one's special because in the beginning... Like if you've watched the movie a bunch of times, right? And the beginning is great. So it shows that little little spinning 
seed thing or whatever for the for the company. And you hear you hear uh, Harry Belafonte's uh, Deo song come up, Deo. You know, and it's like really ghostly, and it goes away, and dun 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 dun, like that thing hits, and you, you do exactly you, and like you you go back to like when you're young and you feel that shit. That's the that's the first nostalgia that hit me because I've watched like if you guys I've watched this shit a ton of times. Yeah. So and even and that more was, so when that you great. if you watch a cartoon from back in the oh, day, yeah, which I watched too. religiously and it was yeah. a great cartoon. Love the cartoon. And it had the same theme, obviously, yes. right? Yep. Um the film the film I think is set in Connecticut. Am I am I right? Yeah. Uh do you guys I could try to trying to find out if it was actually shot on on location in Connecticut or not. No, I don't know. Um I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't see whether it was or not, uh, filming. Yeah, it was, um, it was filmed in Vermont. Oh. Yeah, Cause back then I think they had a lot more flexibility in, in filming locations. You know, things mm-hmm. weren't as super expensive as they are now, which is why everything's shot in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I think they did the interiors in Culver city. Yeah. Oh, course. nice. Yeah. yeah. That's where I work. Uh, the, the, the name Beetlegeist, uh Beetlejuice is actually the name of a huge star. And Michael Keaton? <laughs> no, I mean like a actual like a fucking celestial body. <laughs> and yeah, I know, I know. And a poem was written about it as being the location of hell. Uh, that was a 1908 poem, I believe. And so I think that may have been maybe one of the first ideas of Beetlejuice being hell. I think obviously mm. I think Lovecraft uh maybe popularized it, I think, as being this evil location. Uh, mm. and I think uh the name itself is uh is kind of similar maybe to like Beelzebub or something like that. It sounds like one of those types of names, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know where Just why they called evil. the star Beetlejuice. I have no idea. I couldn't figure that. Out. I I, sh- I guess I should have looked that up. The the star itself, why they called it that. But um, so that's a little bit about the name. The cast: Alec Baldwin. I, is he the top billed actor in this, uh, other than Michael Keaton? He was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he. This fool looks hella young in this fucking. That's because he uh, is in this movie. It's a baby. Yeah. I tried to figure out how old this fool was at the time that they shot this. They shot it in 1987, I believe. He's born in 58. So he was, uh, he was 29, 30 yeah. years old at that time. Um, he fool looks hella young, obviously. And Gina Davis is his wife in the movie. Is she hot? Yep. I've always liked Gina Davis. Okay, so yeah. let's do it then. Um, and there, right and there was, there was, uh, there was another. Oh God, what was that movie? There was a movie where she was with that she was in with Samuel L. Jackson, where like she was like a housewife, and then uh, something happens, and she's got to like become like this killer or whatever. And there's a scene where like uh. she changes her appearance, she bleaches her hair, cuts it short, she wears like this super dark makeup, she's walking around in her underwear, smoking hot. <laughs> a long kiss, good night. That's no. what it's called. Yes, that's okay. what it is. The long yes. kiss, good night. Yes. Okay, so now that we've got that out the way, Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis, they live in this quaint Connecticut town, perfect life, everything's going great. I think that Alec Baldwin owned the hardware shop. It looks like that, yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds like it. Because he just, yeah, he just, just opened and just in, dipped it, and it up, dipped took out. something. Well, yeah. if, you, if you look careful, it does say Maitland's on, like, the, on the painted window. Okay. It, it does so say it was Maitland's his last name. Yeah. 
Exactly. Uh, and then they come back and they there's this dog, which they foreshadow with the little dog. And then he they swerve out of the way and they get I, I, what would you call that thing? Like a, the bridge, the, the bridge thing that goes over there's the bridge. A, it's, a, just, it's a covered a bridge. bridge. But I yeah, mean, the a covered, the, bridge. A covered mm. bridge. OK, I guess no, so. that's all. That's all it is. Yeah. And then they are teetering by one plank of wood and a dog <laughs> is on that wood. And I just wanted to say balance. that fucking dog is the most gangster fucking dog I've ever seen in a movie. That dog didn't give a fuck. He's like, oh, if I get off here, you're going to die. Cool. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> that fool just dipped off the plank and they just fucking they died. So now I have a question for you guys. Um, you know, they get back to the house and they try to leave. They, they, they appear at the house. They don't quite know how they got there and they try to jump out of the house to try to figure out what's happened. They want to go back yeah. and they jump into the sand dunes. Now, the, the sand dunes keep them in the house, obviously, uh, which is a, maybe a reason why this movie uh, would say like why ghosts always stay in houses and not mm -hmm. like in some field or like whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Or in someone's mm -hmm. car. So that makes sense. Uh, but then they talked about how he was in there for two hours, even though he was there for like, you know, 30 seconds or something. Right. So obviously time passes much slower for that person mm -hmm. than it does for people that are in the house or whatever. Um, for another dead person, should I say. Now, I think later on, Beetlejuice said that that was Saturn. Yeah. But of uh, course, that's Saturn, Saturn, it, yeah, it's like that's unknown. Like I mean, in real life, it's unknown whether or not Saturn actually has a surface. Uh, it may have a core. Right. It may not have like a surface like a planet. It's a gas giant, right? I thought that originally that was on Beetlejuice, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, mm. But Beetlejuice is a star, so it definitely couldn't have been that planet. Definitely couldn't have been that because a star is, you know, you can't go on it. You can't be on a star. Uh, yeah, because Beetlejuice is supposed to be hell. Movie, so it could have been anything. Yeah, but obviously, it, if you want to look at it like scientifically... The time thing kind of makes sense if it was on another planet, a bigger planet than ours, because I think in Interstellar they talk about how they went to they were going to some planet that when you went to the surface it would be like, you know, eight minutes on that surface for the planet. It would be feel like eight minutes for people on the surface, but then anyone that was like in space, it's like a year or some yeah. shit like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I think they kind of had they were onto that a little bit, which was kind of uh, cool, um, but I didn't know. So you guys are just convinced that it's on it's on Saturn supposedly. Yeah, that's yeah. what they say. So, okay. Yeah. I, do you guys remember in the cartoon if that was also the case? Because I remember oh, yeah. he was always scared of going to that area and the sand and the the what are they, was sandworm? The sandworms? No, no. They they kept hate them, don't you? Yeah, they they kept the that that Saturn thing pretty pretty alive in that one too. Because they had, they had, like Lydia had to go and save him a couple times from Saturn. Okay. Yeah. 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 So the handbook for the recently diseased, I mean, deceased, as he says. <laughs> and I wondered if they actually created one. That was my first thought. Can you get one of these? And I sent you guys a link. Yes, yeah. you can fucking get one. A handbook for the recently deceased. But uh, it's just a it's it, just a movie, like a prop from the movie. Right? Yeah. It's, it's like a like, notebook, I think. Yeah. It's like okay. a, it's, it's so it has like some of the stuff in thing, there. Yeah. And then, you know, it would be cool if it actually was like a book. Right, right. That was a legit book that you could buy, but that book was thick as fuck in the movie. So you'd have to write a shitload of stuff in there. 
I'm sure it's when you're dead. I'm sure it's like I'm sure it's a prop. It's like it's like fucking I don't know mice of man or something that they're fucking reading. It's like it's like the healthcare plan the Trump administration handed off to this fucking guy. Shots fired. I love it. I love it. So Beetlejuice, the number one, the name of the movie is not his name. Do you guys ever? Did you guys ever figure out why they called it Beetlejuice instead of Beetlejuice? Just because it's easier to say or something like that? That's probably just because um, it's easier to say. Yeah. Well, in the in the in the trivia, I guess um, Tim Burton or whether it was him or somebody else said that like writing it out as Beetlejuice makes it appear more fun than if yeah. you were to, to write out and it's easier to say because that's how it sounds as opposed to writing out like the actual word yeah. which you see on his grave. Yeah. Speaking of the grave, I also sent you guys a. I thought that that would be an awesome fucking prop to put in your front yard on fucking Halloween. <laughs> um, I thought that would be dope. But girls, girls, exist. girls. Yeah, all that fucking shit. So, <laughs> Beetlejuice calls himself a bio-exorcist. <laughs> do you guys have a... Can you either of you give me a... Give the audience a definition of what a bio-exorcist is? So, as, as a priest exorcises demons from the body, yeah. Beetlejuice exercises bodies from the demon? <laughs> I like think humans, he says, like, humans from life. Humans from life? Humans I don't know. From, yeah. yeah. He gets rid of the living from the dwelling, living, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think that's what he said he, he does. So I yeah. guess that's uh, what he is. Now, if you guys were ghosts, like say you guys were just, With you know, you, got, you guys were living in the house together, happily married, and you both went into the same car and you both dro- got, you know, dropped off the fucking bridge by a fucking gangster ass dog. Um, and you both showed up at the house and all of a sudden, you know, people are moving into your guys' house. What would you guys do? Well, I mean, Lucha and I as a couple, there. obviously, yes. um, we would we would just terrorize these people. Oh, yeah. we're, we're two evil oh, men yeah. in real life. And you would we would them. just... We would be more evil in the afterlife. You know, you have <laughs> essentially unlimited power if you look at what Beetlejuice is able to uh, accomplish. Dude, seriously. Um, and like these people were able to deform their faces. I can only imagine the the, the nasty effed up things that Lucho and I could come up with as as, as a um, undead gay couple. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I think but Beetlejuice is like, uh, like a vastly stronger... Entity He's like a poltergeist, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's full of and, super and plus the Maitlings, like, they're freshly dead. Yeah, like, I, they, they still don't know what's going on. Exactly. They don't know the, like, their ability. Beetlejuice has been like a demon for what? For he said like a thousand years? years yeah, a thousand like years. Right. Yeah. He's been around. Yeah. Well, he's like, he's the demon from, uh, he's Pazuzu. That, oh, from the Exorcist? From the Exorcist, yeah. That, well, yeah, I mean, some, yeah that's, they, that's they, they what modeled him after him. Exactly. That's what the makeup was based off of. Yeah, huh, I yeah. Didn't do that. Yeah, like oh, when he yeah. flashed, he flashes the Pazuzu face. It's exactly that face. Yeah, like the black, the black makeup around the eyes. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, that's Beetlejuice. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. And the teeth. <laughs> I think he actually has like sharp teeth though. In the yeah. Exorcist, am I yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. He has, he he has like a, he's a monstrous face. Yes. Um. So I I laughed. There was a scene where Catherine O'Hara, um, when they were first moving in, she's she's like screams. She's she's like um. That's my sculpture. <laughs> and this brother gives her this look like, bitch, are you finished? <laughs> and then we just drops throws, it on the table. We just throws it on the table. <laughs> and it breaks. It's like chips off at the, on the corner too. <laughs> he didn't give a uh, fuck. He just threw it on there for He's like, yeah, here's your table too. Bah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was hilarious to me. Yeah, I, I love, love that scene. Love and that's, what, that's something I when forgot, I think dude. when I was young, I didn't really pick up on the nuance of that. Yeah. You know? But as an adult, you you, you see it. I, I laughed, dude. I actually laughed out loud. That's that's like, I forgot about that. So let's talk about the man who apparently can't even change a tire. <laughs> let's talk about Otho. Otho. That's a ridiculous character, of course. <laughs> but I have a couple questions for you guys. <laughs> Number one. Is he fucking Catherine O'Hara? No. <laughs> I don't think Number so, Number two, is he not fucking her because he doesn't like Virginie? Uh, probably. Okay. Or maybe it was like the 80s and he was like one of those like I mean, super androgynous did, guys from did, the 80s. Because like, they, were having, they were having like breakfast or tea or crumpets or something out in, the, in like the fool's dressed in a kimono. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that scene... That that's what I had to write down my note. I was like, wait a second. So this fool walks out with nothing but a robe, a silk fucking robe on, with presumably none, nothing underneath, with his fucking sunglasses on, drinking a my tie or some bullshit like that. I, you know, the, the thing is though, it's not his fucking house, dude. That's Where what I'm saying. Get, Does he just live there? From? Does he live there? Yeah, exactly. exactly. I he mean, lives here. He does someone's guest. You no, come, I don't think so. You come out with a silk kimono, dude. Come on. So he just drove from New York every time? <laughs> I don't, he must know? have been like staying at a hotel because he's like yeah, he's yeah. in the house almost as often it, yeah. as the family is, and they've been like the, I'm assuming the story is at least a couple weeks long. Yeah. I mean he's obviously a hanger on, for sure. He's a fucking well, I, th- leech. I, think, well, no. I think he and he and Catherine Harris characters are just BFF. Yeah, because like she she thanked him for like moving to the sticks with her. Yeah, but yeah. I think he was like an interior designer. I think they were paying him. I, I I guess I don't know what she was like some some advisor to her or something I don't know what she was, and I think like he was, was also weird. her artist artistic uh, enabler like uh, her you muse? know like yeah. when she makes all these like yeah well when she makes all these like weird looking sculptures he's the one that's like oh this is so awesome and then um because <laughs> so she awesome. makes a comment about how like I want like I'm I want to be on the cover of like I don't know art in the world or something like that. So I think he's got like the connections to the scene that she wants to be in. Maybe. I mean, he talked about throughout the movie, all these jobs he had done before the movie. I didn't write them all down, but he talked about quite a few of them, like maybe five or six of them. Um, they were all ridiculous jobs, of course, too. Uh, he's a ridiculous person. The, <laughs> act, but the was, actor, uh, whoever that actor is, I don't know. I forgot. I have to look up what his name was. He uh, was in a demolition. Glenn yeah. Shaddix. He's a fucking amazing in this movie. He's yeah. so good in this movie in that role. Uh, so there's a, that leads to the scene where Catherine O'Hara, and I just couldn't help but laugh. She goes, I must express myself. And if you don't let me gut out this house, I will go insane and I will take you with me. Yeah. And I was just like, good fucking God. Uh, she screamed it. Uh, it was really funny. And then later on, she's that like- hot. And then she later on, she cracked me up because she acted in the same way where she was like, open this door, you dead people, or we'll bust it down and we'll drag you out with the ropes you, you, you hung yourself with. And I was like, Jesus Christ. That Those was brutal. Yeah. yeah. That's why we so marry her. So her husband, right? Chuck. Oh, uh, But yeah, I mean, she now, if that was your wife, let's before we move on to Chuck, if that was your wife and she screamed at you like that, what do you do? Well, I mean, when you're Catherine O'Hara, yeah, I, I would yes, yes, man may have another. Exactly, <laughs> that's what I want to say. I'm like, she better once you stop screaming, she better start loving. <laughs> hey, the screaming's part of the love. Exactly right. <laughs> well, apparently, later on, when Winona Ryder mistakes 
the like trying to haunt people for Catherine O'Hara and uh, her husband getting it on. D- she was she was appalled, but it didn't seem like something that she was unaccustomed to. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say that like that, that that something stuff like that might happen. Might have happened. I was like, what what has this poor child gone through? Can, can you imagine <laughs> your parents are like trying to like get it on and they like dress up as ghosts? <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to come. Then she's like caught him out, uh, like doing stuff out in the hallway, dude. She's like, that's come on, guys. <laughs> Although if you were if you were gonna be a ghost with a sheet over you having sex you had to have a couple of holes right in the the crotch area right so you can keep the suit you can keep it on right or you lift it up i don't know yeah, I, i've I never been into ghost sex before been so <laughs> i don't you know the ins and outs proper proper ghost method. oh so we're speaking from experience here <laughs> no i said i didn't say that but i mean you're the one that talking about you would fuck aliens oh, and shit like yeah. that <laughs> Okay, you know, gotcha, gotcha. Orange and green uh, chicks and shit like that. So. Well, I mean, but so, so part of the problem is 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 if I'm presented with two ghost figures, I have to make sure I got the right one. Because mm-hmm. I could go inside a hole and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, hey, and then it's Alec Baldwin. I'm like, fuck. Well, I mean, Devo, just, it's okay. It's okay. This is 2020 now. I mean, maybe yeah, 1988 would be a problem. Baldwin. That's it's the problem. not anymore. Well, that's the you, thing, right? Okay, fair enough. Okay. You know? He was a good looking guy back then, though. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Still not my type. <laughs> <laughs> You're more of a Harrison Ford type. I know. I know. I know. So what did the husband do for a living? <laughs> he was a real estate investor? Oh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. That's what he was. He was, was prob- he? Yeah, that's what he was. Because he talks about when, um, uh, when he's talking to Maxie Dean the first time, he talks about like something about SS and realtor or something like that. And it was, it's their company. So <laughs> Maxie they were probably. Dean. Yeah. Maxie Richard Dean. Goulet. Oh, yeah. Goulet. <laughs> <laughs> that fucker's voice is just like an old timey type voice. Well, you know, Charles. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, he pulls uh, off so putts. when they get when they finally get into like the the underworld. I don't know what you would call that area. Like the the afterworld. I don't remember what don't, they called I it. I think they called it the afterlife. The, the afterlife. afterlife yeah, in that cartoon. Yeah. Oh wait, no, 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 no. Oh uh, fuck. I, I could have sworn they, I don't remember that, what they said. Yeah. I don't. Afterworld, not afterworld. Or, yeah, I don't think it's that. Okay, it says here that yes, Charles was a former real estate developer. Okay, there so you maybe go. Maybe he's retired now or something like that. Well, he had a breakdown. That's what. He, that's why. Oh, he yeah, that, to, that's that's why he has to like keep the uh, check on his blood pressure. Exactly. That's why like, he went to the sticks because he had to yeah, lower his. Uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think uh, it, it's called the Netherworld or something like that. That's what it is. Netherworld, like Netherlands. Yeah. The Netherlands. Yeah, the Netherlands. So when he gets in there, I have a a question for you guys. This is like, a, I think, maybe a little bit of a plot hole here. So they come across this smash dude that got ran over by a car or some shit like that, I'm guessing, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was hanging and shit. It's number one, it's a terrible fucking existence after that. <laughs> you get smashed by a fucking car and that's it, the way you are for the rest of your life. That fucking <laughs> blows. But... That means that if you get fucking smashed by a car and you stay that way, you know, that's the way you were when you died, then mm-hmm. why is it that Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin can dry themselves off? Shouldn't they just stay perpetually wet? I agree with that. Uh, it's 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 movie magic. They yeah. don't want the actors to be too cold. Yeah. That's Fair it. enough. I, I do agree with that. I'm like, these guys should be wet all the time and look like pale. Yeah. Or blue or something. Yeah. Waterlogged. Yeah, waterlogged. That's what they should look <laughs> like. Oh, that'd because be frightening. Because the football team was like 
they yeah, were like they were burnt all beat or up. Yeah. That's why their skin was was turned darker because they were burnt up. Yeah, so and the guy that was smoking probably like lit a match and fell asleep and got burned up. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of getting burnt up or you know, the lighting a match and cigarettes the the caseworker, June. Oh, number June. one, she's fucking awesome. Yeah. And number two, it was so cool when she started smoking, it just came out of her neck and shit. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It's a great, I mean, no, that's I like a like, practical effect. Too. A nice that was good. Touch. I like yeah. I like that that's her power too. Like that's how she uses it to disappear. Like, you know, the smoke around her like comes out of her neck. Yeah, yeah. television, yeah. Comes out of her neck hole and shit. That's awesome. What would you call Don't her though? Say his name. Like in terms of like, you know, classic ghouls and goblins and these types of things. And She's got to be at least as strong as uh, Beetlejuice because like she, he worked under her before. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, okay. I mean, but so she's she some does, type of poltergeist type. Exactly. Thing or, or like maybe like after a, a few thousand years, you get upgraded or something. I don't know. Who knows how that works in this world? Yeah. Uh, maybe they go into it more in the yeah. cartoon. I don't remember. I'd have to watch it again. No, they don't go uh, too into depth with that. Okay. And it's usually the, wacky stuff. So, Winona, <laughs> when she thinks that her folks are getting it on, she makes this. She's like, uh, oh, my mom, she's asleep. And she's like, oh, don't you think she'll wake up? She's like, no, she's sleeping with Prince Valium tonight. I was like, that's a, that's a good line. I would never caught that when I was a kid. Never. Of course not. We didn't know Dude, what that was back then. That's a good line. Spaceballs. Yeah. Spaceballs. When Princess Vespa is going to get married, Why she's getting married I didn't, to Princess Prince Valium. I didn't understand. yawns all the time. I didn't understand that uh, that joke either. I didn't know what Valium no, was. Maybe maybe I would just grew up in a druggy household. Yeah, or something. Get, I'm sorry, Diva. I'm just saying. I, you didn't know what Valium was. That's not, that was not I kept chasing dragons. I don't know. That, that wasn't a hit towards you, Diva. I'm sorry. So that, Beetlejuice, guys, uh, he appear. He finally, uh, you know, she Gina Davis finally says his name, Beetlejuice, 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 and he finally appears in the flesh because I think he had appeared maybe two or three other times before this. Once well, he shows up in the commercial, yeah, he in goes the commercial, <laughs> and once uh, once when he's underground uh, reading the newspaper, right? Stupid too. <laughs> Were those the only two times he appeared before he actually appeared in the movie? I think so. Was that was the. When was the fly scene? The, the no, no, they, no, hey, that's in the beginning. Get, no, the first that's time you see him, like you see actually see he pulls his hand out, yeah. It's in the commercial. Because when, when, no when you see his face, but he appears in the very end of the, the credits. Oh, I was And then later yeah, on, yeah. he's underground when you don't see yeah, his face, yeah. but his face is in the, in the commercial, and then he mm. appears in the flesh. Now, this movie's 92 minutes long. He doesn't appear in the flesh until minute 47. Yeah. So at that point, you're just. You have Alec Baldwin, Winona Ryder, carrying the movie at that point. Yeah. I mean, these are good actors, right? Yeah. Maybe they weren't what they were going to... We didn't know what they were going to become at that time, but he does. the main star of the movie doesn't even appear for 47 minutes. Can you guys think of another movie where that... Where the, even the titular character... I mean, he's the title character... Had doesn't well, appear for half the fucking movie. Well, you know what? You know, I thought about this earlier, and I was like, dude, the problem is that with the very beginning of the movie, right? You know, it goes... Uh, is it... Is it the beginning or like when when he's when he's reading the obituary and he comes up, obviously you don't see him, but that's not 40, 42 minutes into the movie, right? That's pretty early in the film. That's early in the film, yeah. Yeah. So like but that's but it's, a, it's that, him. That's that's the tone, right? So yeah. he's all he's all oh the Maitlands, the Maitlands, uh oh, <laughs> they look, oh. and he's all oh they look nice and stupid too. So that kind of sets the tone. <laughs> you like you know these people that are what you see here are buffoons. Obviously, because yeah. they died, because a dog outweighed them. <laughs> True, the gangster ass dog. That's right, dude. Now, Beetlejuice himself, 
he has like some green stuff all over him. He always did. Is I always wondered what that was. It's just rot. I'm guessing. No, again, yeah, I thought it was like mold. No, again, it's the it's the the face of the of the guy the Pazuzu from Lexers and the green vomit that was around like like the chick kept puking out. No, that's why he. That's why the guy's face is green around him, dude. Wow, good yeah. fucking really? out some knowledge. Yes. It's an homage to both of them. <laughs> Beetlejuice Pazuzu. Uh, okay, I may be wrong, but I thought that's what it was. After watching. <laughs> uh, well, okay, I may be wrong, but hey. Because Devo needs to be like 100% sure. Okay, Devo, go. I'm looking up Beetlejuice Pazuzu. I do not see a single thing. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Maybe that's not the exact name of the. I don't know. I don't remember what it was. It? No, no, that's the demon from The Exorcist, uh, Pazuzu. Mm. Interesting. And maybe, maybe the look of Beetlejuice was inspired by Pazuzu, but yeah. I, I mean, I never once connected either, either. Of them. Uh, like I said, I the only time before. I ever saw, I remember, like I put, I connected him when uh, I, I recently watched that, just like back in the day. Because so. yeah, even looking at Pazuzu, like he looks like, yeah, yeah, uh, no, far fetched. Well, there you go. I'm calling wow. shenanigans. Wow. wow. I got shenanigans on myself. Debunked. Uh, so <laughs> Michael Keaton comes in hot, like super hot, like a fucking freight train. Of course. I mean, he's Michael just Keaton. going a mile a minute and shit. Just overwhelming. I mean, that's his character, right? That's He's going to overwhelm them with information to get them to do something that they may not feel comfortable with, but feel pressured to make a decision. And obviously he's super pervy, which I don't <laughs> Was he pervy like that in the cartoon? Oh, they couldn't make him that perfect. They can, yeah, it. you yeah. can't put that in the cartoon because, yeah. like, I I don't remember much about the cartoon personally. wasn't the biggest fan of it, but uh, how I dare like you? The, car the cartoon was mostly about Beetlejuice and Lydia. Yeah, yes, and like their continued because it was like more of her experiencing the the netherworld and like uh, you know? Beetlejuice's like roommates and stuff because there was like a yeah. spider and some skeleton living with them. Yeah, because because after yep. the events of the movie, the family is more open to the Maitlands, yeah. and I feel like the cartoon was like they opened up to Beetlejuice as well. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So later at the end, I want to talk about him. A couple little things that he uh, says here. I, I had a, at the very end of the movie, he is obviously he was creepy with he's pervy with Gina uh, Davis. He even she even calls him a pervert. And later on, he's sitting in between the lady that's cut in half. And he's like trying to look up her skirt. And then the other side of her slaps him. And he's rubbing her leg. No, and he pulls up her skirt. He's trying to pull up her skirt too. <laughs> oh. He's super creepy. Now, if you were dead and you saw a hot chick that was cut in half, what do you do? Take the, take the bottom and run. Dude. Oh Dude, my god! I do exactly what Beetlejuice did. Oh my god! Oh That's my true. god! But uh, going back to Beetlejuice being pervy, like th that whole scene, it, it makes me laugh every time I hear. It, and I even just thinking about it, it, just, it makes me laugh. It's when um, uh, the 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 Maitlands are like talking, like, "Oh, should we trust this guy?" Blah blah. blah. And then Beetlejuice is behind with a stick, lifting up her skirt. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's like, he's like, what? <laughs> like he like he got so offended. It was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that's, he's just, that's like just, said, he's a just good on fire. Scene. He and was like, scene. come on, I'm just trying to make a deal. He fucking kicks yeah. down the bottle. You're a bunch nice of losers. You're you a bunch of professional losers. here. Yeah. And he grabs his crotch and like, honk. Nice fucking nice model. Nice fucking model. 
uh, I mean, he's just, I mean, Michael Keaton is just magnificent. No, and he does one of the best scenes, by the way, in that scene. Because he's like, he's like, oh, oh, can I be scary? He turns around and fucking does the jack off thing. Yeah, exactly. And when I, I realized that when I was older, what he was doing, I just, I just laugh every single time I watch it, dude. Yeah. Because as a kid, you don't know what he's doing. I had no, no idea. You don't know what that is, yeah. And then you're like a teenager, like, oh my God, that's what he's talking about. I always off. wondered when she asked him, can you be scary? And you don't see his face. You just see the back of his head and some stuff come out of it. Uh, I always wondered yeah. what that would have been. So apparently, they made a model of that. And oh, I fuck. I Look yeah, because it it's in IMDb in the trivia. And I don't, I don't remember why they didn't put it in there. Maybe but they actually made the good. model for it. Yeah. Maybe. Or it was too scary <laughs> for what they were trying to do. Oh. Oh, I actually see this. Oh, I see it. Oh, it's pretty fucking gross, actually. It's just like Man. a fucking, like a tree face. Interesting. Nevertheless, the guy, uh, you know, there's like a guy that comes to their house. I think he's like some fucking, he's like an editor for the magazine or something like that, or an art gallery guy. I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what he was, but this dude really fucking hated her art, I'm guessing. Oh, that was her agent. Uh, that was her agent? Oh, yeah. okay, okay. She, she fucking says, hated it. Yeah, of course. And he called her a flake? Yeah. <laughs> and said, if you really want to scare people, show them your art and shit? Yeah. I was like, fuck. That's brutal. I mean, he, he was just fucking, he was done, man. Uh, no fucks, dude. So, and then they talk about later on that the people who committed suicide in the afterlife, they become civil servants. And... When they go into that waiting room, you know, everyone that's in there is obviously a civil servant, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that all those people committed suicide? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's but why. What, but, but, that, but what about the guy that got ran over? Keith threw himself in front of the truck. Yeah, he, he says enough. it in, the, sh- in no, the movie. Yeah. No, he says it, it, fair enough. If you, if you, if you uh, look at the, if you, the, the, like the secretary person there or the, the, yeah. the assistant, she goes, she goes, this is what happens to, to, to when they die. That happens when he dies. This is what happens. And she's like, if I knew what I know now, what I did then, I wouldn't have my little accident. And she shows her, her wrists are slit. Wrists, yeah. Yeah. And then the, the, the main, the caseworker has her throat slit. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which apparently was self done. So, mm-hmm. yeah, apparently so. That's kind of, that's kind of trippy. Uh, kind of funny actually. I kind of like that. The, the uh, problem is like the way the problem when we find out later in the show. I mean, really the movie. The reason why that is the way that Otho says it because it's like really sarcastic, right? Because the like I hope it's not another dreary, dreary Susan by you, right? To to the poor woman that he's with, apparently. Yeah. Um, and he says like, don't you know that uh, people that try to commit uh, commit suicide are civil servants in the in the afterlife, right? And yeah. he, but he's, the way he says it, it's like, how is this my guy going to know? And he was right. That's exactly that. That's what like later on. He was well, like, he already. I think he'd already read the book by then. No, no. They they found it later. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Mm. So I, I think they they tried to establish that he was already familiar with like the occult, yeah. and the afterlife yeah. and paranormal things like that. Yeah. So that scene where they're at the table and they do the I don't what is that song? Did I come? And we want to go home. I forgot. I don't know the song. Do you yeah. guys know? Yeah. What, what's the what? Do you guys know what that song is? Deo. Deo. Okay. Who sings it? Barry, uh, Barry, no, what's his name? Uh, Harry, Harry, Harry Belafonte. Harry yeah. Belafonte. There you go. Okay, so obviously they just react, their reaction to it is that they want to profit off of it. If you guys had experienced that, what would you guys do? I mean, how would you react? Uh, I'm being forced to sing a song against my will, and then my shrimp cocktail grabs me in the face and pushes me across the room. Like, 
that's not something where I'm just like, did that come, huh? You know, like make fun of it. Like I'd be freaked the fuck out. Especially that, especially that, the shrimp claw, man. That was, that was, that was, that, I mean, when I was a kid, that, that was frightening. That was right? frightening. I mean, out of all the stuff, that was the most frightening because it looked, it looked, it looked really real. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think thought that I the shrimp would, would actually come and get me. Yeah, delicious, and then after shrimp. that they stay, Pantry. and then shortly after that, that's the scene where Beetlejuice turns into a snake. Yeah, after that I'm or fucking done. Girls on Chuck. Yeah, I'm fucking done. <laughs> and I know they talk about it, but I'm sorry, Chuck is dead. He don't fall from that far. He's gonna hit his head. He's fucking dead. Yeah, they talk about how well he fell far. It was a good thing that he survived. I'm like this motherfucker. This was a big guy. <laughs> this boy gonna survive that shit. Uh, and then of course we get the stupid. Ugh, these scenes are so uh, painful and predictable and tropic <laughs> that it just makes me so pain. It just pains me so much to see them. All that happens. And then Winona's like, why are you doing this? Leave me alone. All of you like, bitch, they told you they want your asses <laughs> out. Like, why don't you try to help convince them to leave instead of sulking your fucking room? Why Dude, come on. They told your ass why you want that. Why, why are they doing this? She has to go listen to the cure, man. Them. Come on. Oh my God. Unbelievable. So fucking annoying. And then the scene where she's writing the suicide note is just, I don't want to say anything <laughs> bad about it because it's, its I mean, I mean, nowadays yeah, I, I, everyone's very sensitive about these kinds of things. Yeah, I don't want to write anything yeah. bad about it, but say, like, it was, she, ru- it was uh, not the most dramatic, dramatic as it were. All I want to say is that she crossed out a word on her suicide note to make it more, <laughs> I, and that's all I want to say. I don't want to say anything else. I, I don't, like I said, I don't want to say too much say about it, else. but I'm just said. It's 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 clumsily done, and uh, yes, the scene exactly. is clumsily done. It's clum, clum, uh, clumsy drama, I would say, very bad. So then we see eventually we see Beetlejuice again, mm-hmm. uh, and he's and he's talking and he's like, you know, I feel a little anxious if you know what I mean. <laughs> Wonder where everyday guy like myself can uh, <laughs> find a little action. <laughs> And then he turns to the, and he sees the red light, the red light. I always remember that the red light lights up and he, he sees yeah. the red light and he turns to the side and it's none other than the inferno room, baby. The inferno room, a glorious place, a place of wonders, a true gentleman's establishment. <laughs> best of the best. And you know what the great part of it was? No it was women saw it in half. It was the caseworker ID yeah. idea. It was a caseworker's idea. She right. knew that this motherfucker is so much of a perv that if she wanted to get this fool out of the picture for a couple hours or a couple days, all she needed to do was put that in front of her. So, dude, do you think those get like those ladies in there, like her lower, like 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 she's like a like a higher end, like maybe poltergeist or demon or something? She, are those are like lesser lesser people underneath there. She's like, go work. They they could they could have been spirits that were that did the same type of work in oh, the true. real life, yeah. you know, and they, they just continue that on in the afterlife. Cause you figure like that sort yeah. of thing, yeah, a bunch of perverted ghosts yeah. <laughs> is what it is, man. That's true. Uh, That's true. So, and, but, but there's a problem that I, a big problem I have with the, the conversation that they subsequently have where she's talking about, you need to scare them and get their, and get them out. So she's mm-hmm. like, show me what you're going to do. And they like obviously mutilate themselves and make themselves look scary, quote unquote, right? But didn't she say earlier when they first were there, when they were like cutting their heads off and ripping their faces off, that it was <laughs> foolish of them to do that when people can't see you? So what was the point of doing that? 
Well, no, but yet well, now she's telling them to make yourself look scary. So now they can see them. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, I think what she was trying to get at was the fact that when they were trying that, like they weren't making themselves aware to exactly. The living. That's what I want to say. And yeah. At that point, now they were they had made themselves aware yeah. to the living. Yeah. So now they have to take it that step further. Yeah. But they couldn't see them. They well, still couldn't saying. see them. Well, it it says that it says that uh, normal people awfully ignore the unliving. So when they made themselves just seen the very first time, I think that ignore kind of thing went away. I think that's what they're trying to get at. Oh, so now at that point they could see them. Yes. Yeah. Because they were aware. Mm. They the were aware. Of it. They okay. They just Fair yeah. Ex- they innately ignore them, but once they're aware, they can see. Fair enough, Gucci. Mm-hmm. You you got me. You 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 won me over because that was uh, <laughs> that was very confusing. Gucci again. To the rescue. The, drunk, the drunkness, man. It remembers things. And, but I have another question for you, Gooch. <laughs> I have another question for you, Gooch. When he's trying to trick Winona into saying his name. Good scene, by the you way. Know, without saying his name. Yeah. He's like trying to do charades and shit like that. <laughs> he makes a huge beetle appear. Yeah. How you doing? I, did you guys think that looked like a beetle? I would, because for me personally, when I saw that, I would have said Bug. And it would have taken me a long time to get the word beetle when I saw that disgusting thing. For me, uh, I mean, you could show me a beetle right now and I probably would not be able to go, yeah. it's a beetle. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not the smartest man on the, on the planet, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, from what I have seen from beetles, uh, that looked more like a, you remember that, what, what was that show, Joe's Apartment? Oh, where, like, oh, oh those cockroaches? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looked like one of those, like one of those giant cockroaches. Uh, for right. me, I'm, I'm with Clint. I would, I would say bug. I mean, because I'm like, who, you don't know if that's like a roly poly. Like, oh, it's a roly poly. What, what is that? You say bug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> roly poly. This one said <laughs> <laughs> it's a butterfly. Uh, uh, so sometimes the drunkenness doesn't come. No, doesn't that, work out. That one doesn't work. That one time. Yeah, <laughs> so they go into the last scene where um, you know they try to they're trying to try to raise them from the dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Otho does his whole thing. What's fool's Goulet? Robert Goulet. <laughs> Robert Goulet. <laughs> this fool has a line in there that just cracked me the fuck up every time I fucking heard it. I could not stop laughing when I, I guess this fool's like a singer, like a big time singer. Oh yeah. yeah. Lounge singer. Yeah. A lounge singer. Cause he, no wonder. Cause this fool's like, <laughs> Charles, we're here to see some ghosts. <laughs> Like an old timey guy, and I was like, this, "Who the fuck is this guy?" I, I, I mean, it's etched into your brain, you know, because you've seen the movie so fucking many times. I think he was also in Scrooged as well as himself. Uh, was he? Yeah, it says I he was so. in there as a, in a commercial. Robert Goulet's Cajun Christmas. Oh, uh, okay. And he was in like Naked Gun and, and Two and a Half. It says here. Uh, Sounds about so right. So he's in. He's in some different different things here, but man, he was in Howdy Doody. Fuck. Okay. That's OG right there, man. Jesus Christ. Nevertheless, when that fool says that, I was just like, this is unbelievable. Who's this fucking guy? Who's this other <laughs> fool's fucking voice? And obviously, he's a fucking old, the fucking big band singer type, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Will Ferrell does the best Robert Goulet. Does he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, this dude, this dude, he croaked or he's alive? I think he's dead. Yeah. I mean, he was, he's pretty old, man. 2007. Yeah. yeah. 2007. He's dead. Yeah, he died. Uh, so when they actually do the resurrection scene and the music comes on, I can't tell you guys how fucking it's just the, the yeah. Danny Elfman score. It's just pure genius. It's 
it really is etched into my brain. My brain is like a vestige of my youth. Every time I hear that fucking music, like yeah. Gooch mentioned before. Yeah. The, for me, is, is it the yeah. same song that's in, that's the opening theme or is it slightly different? I, I, don't I couldn't. Oh, the, oh yeah. I think, it's, it, yeah. I think it is. It's like a, it's like a different, a, a slightly different. It's like Beetlejuice's theme essentially. Yeah. Like his character theme. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Fucking amazing. And that's where you finally see him. You know, uh, that's where you finally see him. No, it's black know, like, and white suit. Yeah, his black and yeah. white suit, which he that Robin is in. Suit. He's in almost in, exclusively in the cartoon, right? Yeah. 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 So it's like, you know, to me, he's not Beetlejuice until he's in that suit, of course. And it's just greatness. He's just, and the way she does it, she's, he's just sitting there on top of two tombstones looking <laughs> down. And she says, you know, I need, I need your help. And... And he's, and I think he says he makes the bargain, right? Like you got to marry me or yeah. some shit like that, right? And she's like, okay, help them. And he's like, sure. <laughs> uh, it was fucking hilarious. And she's like, Beetlejuice, 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 Beetlejuice. He's like, it's showtime. Yeah. That's iconic. <laughs> that just him, him standing there saying it the way that yeah. he said it is the type of thing where they, like, say they make a mo- uh, montage of all the fucking movies of the 20th century or whatever, right? Yeah. Like that's that's gonna be something that would probably appear in there. No. It's like it's Michael so Keaton, he, like in Batman, he go, he's got the "I'm Batman" or the "You want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts!" Like that's one of like his, that's, like, yeah, his yeah let's get nuts. The "I'm Batman" a, is Christian Bale diva. I need to hear a little bit of it, please. No, Rachel. Um, there's no, there's, there's. <laughs> Michael Keaton does a better "I'm Batman" because he's just like "I'm Batman." He okay. just whispers it. He's not like, he's not like Rachel. Oh, uh, for me. <laughs> I need to hear the I'm Batman as Christian Bale Devo. You do it the best. Oh, I'm Batman. <laughs> See, it doesn't it doesn't have the same like it doesn't have the same finesse to it, right? Like, oh my god. When a guy's like just like you wanna fear something, fear me. Like that's not scary, but when some guy's like holding you close, he's like, I'm Batman. Like, alright, you're a freaking motherfucker, right? <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Oh it's man. so good. You know what else was awesome is when, uh, <laughs> when you know when they're when they're resurrecting him and Gina Davis comes up and she's she pops up and she turns old and shit yeah. and all of a sudden oh, they're like oh though stop this shit and he's like I can't <laughs> yeah and Alec Baldwin starts to appear Catherine O'Hara's fucking face when she sees him in the wedding attire it, like also appear in the wedding attire was just greatness just yeah. yeah pure unadulterated shock. On her fucking face, great acting. Yeah, or I love it when acting. when uh, Alec Baldwin's like when he's the old like zombie sort of thing. He's like boo, and then like his jaw falls off, <laughs> and then Gene Davis <laughs> just like stick it back on. Like that's not how it works, dummy. I know. But then, but then like she like becomes like her normal self, and she's like Beetlejuice. He's like ha, and then like he puts a zipper on her mouth, and she unzips it, and she's like Beetlejuice, and then he's like mm, and he like throws a baseball at her, but it's like a metal plate on her mouth. Yeah, like that's, that's classic. Like, yeah, that's Beetlejuice. And then he throws her on Saturn, right? No. But like he did this, he does the same thing to the to the dude. Like 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 uh, what's his face starts suddenly yells, yelling the same thing. Fool does his little match thing, pulls the fool's teeth out, and remember yeah. he starts fighting with the teeth on the ground, doing like the cucaracha thing, they're, trying they're to stop like, it. Jumping around, he's like, like, stop it. Him. Yeah. <laughs> and his white loafers and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I loved it when he, you know, when Otho was trying to run away, and he just rips his clothes off, and it's like a fucking Elvis 
fucking polyester suit. Yeah. That was like the most mortifying thing that could happen every, to that guy. Every time I see that, because I think it's a gray shoot, a great suit. Fuck me. It's a gray suit with white shoes. I feel like that's a Pee Wee Herman suit. You think so? I thought it was baby blue, but maybe yeah, I was baby, wrong. Isn't it baby maybe it was blue? baby blue, but every time I see it, like, like even time, like yeah, every right. time I look at it, I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that looks like the Pee Wee Herman suit. And yeah, I think yeah, I think Pee Wee Herman is gray. Pee Wee Herman is definitely gray. Oh, yeah. Pee Wee. No, you're right. I think because there's elements of it, right? Because the same shoes that Pee Wee Herman wears are very similar to what Beetlejuice is wearing. You know? Yeah, those like white lovers. That's his aesthetic. It's a pale blue. Yeah. And then he brings his artwork to life to like restrain them, which I thought was, I mean, that's the payoff you want. You see mm-hmm. the weird artwork, the whole movie, and you're like, this is fucking ridiculous. And then it comes alive and like attacks her. It's just the perfect payoff. That's just great writing, you know? And then I love it when she's like, when he's like, uh, what was, I don't know what that fucking ghoulish creature's like, do you have the ring? And this yeah. fool's going through his pockets, pulling out snakes and shit. And then all of a sudden he pulls out a ring that's on a fucking severed finger. <laughs> it's just greatness. <laughs> I the fool says, she meant nothing to me. Nothing. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> it's so or, good, or, man. Or I love it even like when, the, when he's, like, he's like, do you take Lydia to be your wife? And like he turns to the camera and he's like, I don't know. It's a big commitment. And like he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like arguing him. He's trying to argue himself into actually doing it. That's funny. Oh, it's so good. It's, I mean, it's like a slapstick stand-up comedy, almost like a, that type of routine that he has, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. in this whole thing. But Oh, he's just so good in this movie. And, you know, obviously, you know, they watching it again, it, the whole thing kind of ends very quickly. Like yeah. they kind of get to the, the apex, get to like, you know, the apex scene and then they kind of wrap it up pretty quickly. He gets eaten by the yeah. sandworm and, and everything uh, after that. And I think, I think afterwards they show, which I was wondering, I was like, up until this point, I was like, there, I don't think there's been any non-white people in this movie. Uh, up to that point, but I think they show at the very end there was like Miss Shannon's school for girls. There was I saw a young uh, black yeah. girl uh, that yeah. was in the that was in the group. But uh, so um, there was there it's was Connecticut that f- for Christ's sake. Yeah, exactly. It was like they do in Connecticut do? in like the eighties. Yeah. So. But there's there's that uh, Otho's friend who's oh, like, I'm right. assuming she was, she was like half Asian or My something. My bad. My uh, bad. The, yeah. the receptionist, I she but, had an accent, so I'm assuming she's Latina. Yeah. Oh, there was. I mean, there. Were, yeah, you're right. I guess you're you're right. In the, in the afterlife, there were non. But it's white but people. it's not like actual representation. No. No. Right. I mean, because the one African guy they showed the head shrinker was like a fucking tribal tribesman or some shit like that. You know, right. very right. stereotypical. And this fool is like, hey, there, hey, look, there's Elvis, and like somehow <laughs> the fucking can't. tribal guy knows who the fuck that is, <laughs> uh, gives a shit, and then he fucking takes his fucking oh shit, fuck, damn. But, Shit, I'm number four. Yes, I'm next. Who's yes, all next? That's a good thing because I have a I have a photo shoot at GQ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, Beetlejuice so funny. So, did you guys want to wax poetic about one of your uh, 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 nostalgic uh, f- films from your youth, or you guys had a you guys have anything else to say? No, I'm good. I'm ready to go to uh, our uh, King Coppola. Yeah. Oh. oh. See, I didn't think about that. I should have thought about this. The problem is I enjoy movies. Like, I was watching. I enjoyed my movie, this movie so the, much. You know, the tricky it's, part about this one is, is it's a Tim Burton movie. It's so mm-hmm. odd like, and eccentric. The, exactly. The characters are supposed to be It's hard to understand yeah. whether or not it's intended for them to act yeah. the way that they're acting, you know? Right. Like, they're supposed to be acting badly. So, I'm like, trying to try to think, rack my brain for someone The easy cop-out would be Robert Goulet. 
No, I don't. I think, I don't ah, but I thought he was supposed to be like that. That's the thing. So, like, so for the people that had a little bit lot more, I, I would say out of all of them, like all the minor characters, I know what my pick is. The that had uh like actual time to talk, I would say like the art dealer's wife. I don't think she particularly. Oh, acted the too lady well. in the bronze outfit. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I, can, I know what my pick is. I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't think she did a very good job. Okay. For because like the they she, she she like played uh uh you know a overly neurotic apparently suicidal New York person. I thought she did a good job. <laughs> but, Fair enough. I, the other brother because it was either well, her or the or, fucking. Tell us either, what you think about her. What? Tell us what you think about her. How about before, which one? Why don't you? No, oh, I'm just wife. saying. Oh the wife. Oh the wife. Oh, she was boring. I, I, I thought Catherine O'Hara. No, 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 no. That one was hot. The, the art, the art, the art dealer's oh, wife. Okay. The, the, the art gallery's yeah. wife. Uh, the one that was in the bronze. She's the one. That, she's my pick. She's terrible. You want me to go, Devo? Or you want? Or yeah. You no, go? you go. You go. Uh, my pick. I'm going Winona. Wow. She's just. Yeah, you know, she was I on just, my list. Because she's in it a lot, and she's just there's just nothing there, man. I just can't. I know people love her. The whole she's scene like when she's like beloved. writing that the the letter. Oh god, it's so um, bad. It's supposed to seem that way. She even like does it. She like scrapes. Ah, oh, come on. And then again, like she's <sighs> fifteen. She's a kid, but it's like, you know, I don't know. There's there's so many better kid actors out there. Um, I don't know if this is one of her first roles or whatnot. She's on my list, but like again, like I I almost feel like that was intentional. Like you like you mentioned before. Like if I had to give it to one of the main actors, it would have been her. But uh, overall, true. like for me, like even though like he's supposed to be like a sleazy used car salesman or something like that, like Robert Goulet, like I feel like it was just a name, or maybe Tim Burton was like, "Hey, I really like this guy. I want to give him a role or something." Mm. Uh, I can see just, that. You could have put anybody in that role. Yeah, anybody didn't have to be Robert Goulet. So who are we picking? Uh, you know I agree with Goulet. Okay, I guess it's Goulet it is then. There yeah. it is. I still, I'm sticking with Wynonna, so. But <sighs> for you guys sure, out, for sure. You guys, you guys it's a good pick. Here, it so. is a good pick. That's what you so get for having 18 points in fantasy TV. <laughs> no, that's not, I, I, fine with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fine with me. I'll take that trade off. Uh, so Robert Goulet, unfortunately, Rip. you have been given yeah. Kim Coppola. Post-humonious, wait, what do they call it? Post-humonious? Posthumous award. Yes. yes. I, so what you guys think about the, what you guys scores? Um, what, Devo, can you look up what I gave, like, it, Conan probably was the highest score when I had, right? Or was it? Oh, the highest Conan. that you've given? The best that I've given. We didn't do Conan, Gooch. What? We haven't reviewed Conan? I don't Conan? think we've done Conan. That's how, that's how drunk Gooch is oh, right now. man. Jesus Christ. We haven't See, done Lucho Conan? Is oh, that's a perfect 10. That's a 10. All right. So Gooch is given two movies in nine. That's Terminator 2, Judgment Day, and Akira. Uh, Outside 8. of that, 5. you've given Existence an 8.5. This is an 8.5 for me. Oh, Beetle Guys gets an 8.5. What about you? Yeah, the Goose. Let's let let's let Gooch explain his eight point five. Oh, this fair enough. All right, this movie for me is not only one of my childhood favorite movies, but it's up there in the greatest comedies for me of all time. This movie, and I'm talking about coming to America comedies, like Men in Tights type things. You know, stuff that's like every single time you watch it, you fucking laugh. And 
We, like I'm sure you have seen it too. Like you, we know every single line when he's gonna say, you know, mm-hmm. hey, we're simpatico here, hermano. You know, he, he opens his shirt up and he like he's dressed like the fool. You know, <laughs> and, we shop at the same store. Same store exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're simpatico that here. Shit is funny. And he reaches behind him and grabs poor Gina Davis. Yeah. Oh man. Either way, so there's just so many lines. I, I, this is one of my all-time favorite movies. I, that's why I have to give it an eight point five. I don't think it's as good as. T two or or um, the other movie I picked, right. <laughs> but uh, Akira, Akira, oh, Akira, that's a nine. Uh, <laughs> this is eight point five. This is a good movie. Clint, <sighs> this is really hard for me. It's between seven and eight. I'm, I'm. Let me think. Let me think it through right now. Let me talk. I just the movie is so nostalgic that it's really hard for me to give a, a <laughs> real score as though I'd never seen it before. Like if I was an, I'd never seen it before, and I was an adult, and then I watched it. Probably would give it a much lower score than True, I'm going I guess to you're end up right. giving it because yeah. it is nostalgic. You know what I mean? There's just so much about it. But when I'm watching it now, trying to actually think about it, it, it Michael Keaton is fucking awesome. Yeah. You want more, you want as much of him as possible, but he doesn't appear until halfway through the fucking movie. <laughs> and like Winona Ryder gets more fucking screen time than him. <laughs> she was my Kim Coppola fucking pick. <laughs> so like shit. Uh, but the movie is still fun and good, and there's just so much iconic mm-hmm. things about it. Uh, but I feel like I actually like the cartoon way more than I even like the movie just because when I was wow, a kid, I really that. liked the cartoon. I really loved it. It was one of my favorite cartoons oh, up there with man. Ghostbusters. Oh man. Uh, Ghostbusters that was when I was a kid. A far better I, I haven't watched it recently. I haven't watched it recently though. It's, it may be shit. Like I, I thought that Thundercats was awesome when True. I was a kid. I tried yeah, to watch agree, it. It's fucking unwatchable. Ghostbusters is still good. Yeah, it's frightening. Oh, it's fucking well. Yeah, yeah. But I knew that part. But I'm gonna go seven point five. Not just it's in the middle of there. Seven point five, just because it's got the iconic stuff in it, and there's some things that are really like cheesy and (laughs) shitty and and, like B movie about it. But it's like intentional. You know what I'm saying? So it's above average, but it's not fucking perfect. Seven point five. So for me, um, I echo the similar sentiments that the Gooch da, uh, did. Um, you know, this is a staple of my childhood. Mm-hmm. For me, like, I think back and in co- with comedies in particular, there are, you know, four or five that really stand out that like are the movies that I can watch over and over and over again. Ghostbusters, Spaceballs, Beetlejuice, UHF like I feel like those are the movies that like molded me as a child um gave UHF a 10 um we didn't actually do an official review for it but I'm giving Ghostbusters a 10 yeah uh Spaceballs (laughs) one of my most favorite movies of all time is going to get a 10 when Mm -hmm. we ever get to that point which means that I give Beetlejuice a 10 because this is a movie like to me from start to finish it's 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 pure comedy to I, me. I, I love it. I love every 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 instance of it. Yeah. Um and it's it's just it's one of those movies that is just a quintessential Devo love. Yeah, I love this movie too. Um, but. So with our aggregate scores, that means of all the movies we've done, Terminator two gets a perfect nine, Beetlejuice eight point seven. Yeah. It's second highest Beetlejuice number two all time. I at this point, time. yeah. I agree, man. I mean, just because I'm sucking off Michael Keaton. You said Terminator or Terminator two? 
We did Terminator Two or Terminator. We did Terminator Two. Yeah. Nines okay. across the board. I'm assuming we watched Conan. It's probably I. I. You know my answer with Conan. Every well, you know time. mine too. But yeah. I mean, you, you got to put it on that list, dog. You got to put it on that list. Yeah, I will it. exactly. I, we'll pick I thought eventually. we had done it. I, that's what I'm trying Debo to get. Has Gucci never given anything a nine and a half? Has he ever given anything a nine and a half? Yeah. Who me? No. The highest he's done is nine. Yeah. What about me? Uh, you have done Existence as a nine and a half. That's the highest I've ever given a movie? Highest ever. Wow. Okay, fair enough. No, that's, I think that, uh, that's not bad. Yeah. Existence so, is an awesome like, movie. And like for me, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not rating on perfection, right? I'm rating no, on no, what agree. this movie means to me and how I feel about the movie. And these are like, these are my movies, man. Like UHF, like that's a Devo movie. Yeah. Ghostbusters is a Devo movie. Beetlejuice, Spaceballs, like those are Devo movies. It's like watching yeah. Men in Tights, man. That's a Star Wars holiday special. That's why. Yeah, yeah, Men in Tights is Men in Tights is one of those ones that would be like a perfect one. For yeah, me. it'd be so comedy. Every single time you laugh. That Ghostbusters is yeah. well, you know. All right, so is. next it week it is my turn yes, to sir. pick, and I know which one I'm picking. Okay. And next Friday will be the last time we record before Thanksgiving. I don't know. I, I, we normally post these on Wednesday or we post them on Wednesdays. Thursday. Welcome Wednesday. to the show is on a Wednesday. So this one's going to come out right before Thanksgiving. Oh, and Thanksgiving 2, baby. No, Fuck. it's not Thanksgiving 2. I think they made three, a Thanksgiving. They made a part two? No, oh, yeah, they did. I think so. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, we're not doing that this fucking week, but we are doing a movie that is, when you watch it, when I tell you right now what it is, you're going to be like, okay, I don't know what the fuck that movie is. Uh, and when you first start watching it, you'll understand really immediately, I think in the opening credits, why this could be Thanksgiving applicable. And we that already movie, did Ravenous. That movie is called The Platform. Platform? It's on Netflix. I believe it's a film. It's a Spanish film. It's in Spanish. So, oh, really? Um, I think you may, maybe there's a dub. I don't know if it's dubbed, if you can watch a dub version, but I just watch it with, with subtitles. Gooch probably doesn't even need that shit. Because uh, it's in Spanish, but I watched it once before. It's fucking amazing. It was buzzy. It was a little buzzy earlier when it first came to Netflix, like maybe a year ago or two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remembered that it was really. Oh man, I can't. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about this one. All right, all right. But it is. It can. It can be. Re- it can be a Thanksgiving, a funny, twisted Thanksgiving movie. Mm-hmm. All right, I like that. All right. Yeah. Something different. I don't like, not like funny, that. Yeah. Not a funny movie, but uh, that's yeah. fine. That's the platform, the Netflix, that's baby. Fine, Let's man. fucking do remember, it. Remember, remember the only reason why I chose Beetlejuice because I know we all like it, and we needed a, a damn palate cleanser after the majority of shit that we watched the last three weeks. Well, this yeah, one's gonna on, be. We've been on a bit of a tear the last yeah. couple weeks, especially last. This week, one's gonna man. be serious. That's fine. This is fucking serious. So, that's fine. but we just cl- cleanse our palate. So, yeah, that's fine. No, that's fine. Human centipede serious? No, 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 no. It's not disgusting sexy. like that. But it's fucking. It's that type of like darkness. It's not yeah. audition, is it? Uh, I, have to, I have to prepare to watch that, man. I don't. It's not the same kind of okay, like fine. movie like that. No, no. It's it's. I know. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. It's gonna be a fun watch. I think. But All right. Devo, yeah, this one might not be watch with the watch with the wife. Oh, for Try sure. It. I never watch it. Maybe, no, maybe no, 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 no. might not be one. Might not be one of them. If there's ones. any sort of question, it's a no. Like this <laughs> would be way off the plate. Really? No pun intended. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, she wouldn't even watch Burned with uh, the 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 broken DVDs. Uh. Oh no! Yeah. yeah. So it is what it is, man. Yeah. It is what it That's is. That's funny. So until then, yes, yes sir. Take us home.
we definitely check us out on we are what well, we're at welcome to what? show Oh, Welcome to show oh yeah, Instagram. I'll do all that stuff then. Yeah, no. Um, so because of Mike, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, fuck Instagram, fuck Facebook. Um, we are <laughs> on the Twitter at Welcome to Show, uh, TikTok, all that shit. It's on the websites and follow us on social media. I'll share it out. <laughs> cool. cool. It'll be in the description. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next week. So I guess that's it. Yeah. We'll yeah, see you later. Platform. Happy Thanksgiving. Mexican Thanksgiving. <laughs> see ya. I was going to say adios, motherfucker. <laughs>